0: Welcome to the Daily Word from the Fountain, heard weekdays at 4 p.m. on Life Radio WIFI. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. I've I've watched over the years churches who get stuck in those kind of situations. But it's so important, and that's one of the greatest joys about Fountain of Life is how this church has moved beyond any of the things that we dealt with in years gone by to healing and to health and releasing everything of the past so we could have an incredible future for God. Here's what Samuel said. He, He said, return to the Lord with all of your heart and serve him only. Anything less will not do. Anything less is unacceptable. Anything less... And Ebenezer is still a place of defeat. You see, when you repent and bring it to the Lord, well, maybe, maybe you're not the one who messed up. Somebody else did. But your response to that was anger, resentment, and bitterness. And when you responded like that, it robbed you of your future. Somebody listen to me. As long as you hold anger, resentment, and bitterness toward anybody else in this world, they are in charge of your life. You know what? I don't hate anybody enough to make them in charge of my life. You know, some of you who were around four and a half years ago, we we did a little series on the, the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, two of you remember that. That's good. You're yeah. feeling better about this already. But you see, in that prayer that Jesus said, this is what you should do. Forgive us our debts, it says. He says. Pray this prayer. Forgive us our debts, Lord, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. You see, what, what God wants is you to be clean every day. And what I said then, and what I say again this morning, you know what, as far as I know, I don't hold anything against anybody in this world this morning as I stand before you. But I don't know about tomorrow yet. That means I gotta pray the prayer every day. That's why I gotta stay free every day. So what happens at Ebenezer is, is a whole nation of people, they get smashed. They get blasted because of their disobedience. They lost so much that day. But aren't you grateful in spite of how foolish you were, how awful your decisions were, there's still a God of grace and mercy that says, come repent. But God didn't turn his back on his people. God didn't turn his back on them. He doesn't turn his back on you. But what he does do is ask you to please come and let's deal with this so that my grace can cover your hurt and your brokenness and your past. But some of us will do anything but repent. We'll blame everybody in the world. It's the person that, where I, I, where I grew up, is that school I was in. is that church I went to. That's, it's that person I worked with. You know, anything but just say, it's me, Lord. It's standing in the need of prayer. It's not my brother and my sister. It's me, oh, Lord. That's a great old song. And they begin to re- repent. Samuel says, with your whole heart, come to God. It says they poured water before the Lord, the symbol of pouring out of their heart, laying it all on the line. How important it is for us today. Anything that's questionable has to be discarded. Remember when the scripture talks about the, our lives being exposed to the refiner's fire, that everything would be, that we've ever done would be put in the flame in the fire and you watch, watch people who work with precious metals, what makes metal precious is that all the impurities have been removed from it. And it's fire that removes all the impurities. When that metal is placed into that flame, you can see the different colors in that flame rising up. What are those? Those are the impurities being taken out of the metal so that what's left is precious metal. What is God up to in us? I always ask the question, how did the refiner know how long to leave the metal in the flame so as not to destroy what's precious? And here's what I was told, that that metalsmith would be watching that metal in that flame in that fire. And when he could see the reflection of himself in it, he knew all of the impurities were gone. Somebody get this. What is God up to in every one of us in this room? He's trying to get all the stuff out of us that's not of him so that what's left is the glory and the beauty of who he is in us so we can be game changers and we can be world changers. A place of repentance and a nation of people had to bring their lives back before this God who loved them and say, God, we failed. We're so sorry how we messed up. And I'm grateful that they met a God of grace and mercy. Is anybody grateful for the mercy of God today? Is anybody grateful for the grace of God today? Some of you look pretty good here today. You clean up well, but here's what I know. If it weren't for God's grace, some of you wouldn't be alive this morning. If it weren't for God's grace, if it not for God's grace, you wouldn't have a home, you wouldn't have a family, you wouldn't have anything. Because when we come to the third thing, they begin to offer the sacrifice to God now. And in our our lives, it's a place of worship. It's a place of thanksgiving. It's a place of honoring God. It's a place of saying, Lord, I praise you because you've forgiven me and you redeemed me. You've transformed my life. You know, I've, uh, I've, I've always put, prayed. I prayed when I was here at Fountain. I prayed at the church I just finished with in, in Philadelphia. We're just praying all religion will go out the back door of this church. Amen. We don't need any more religion here. Let me tell you who religious people are. They're people who forgot the hole God dug them out of. See, if you're, you're, you're here and judgmental of everybody else in this room, uh, excuse me, honey, you forgot something that you were once as bad or worse than the rest of us. Yeah, 10 of you so far, all right. Because here's the deal, all of us have been recipients of God's grace. The ground is level at the foot of the cross. We all got here the same way. Nobody in this room better than anybody else in this room. If you think you're better than anybody else in this room, you need to come back to the cross. We're all sinners saved by grace. We've all been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And for the rest of our lives, if, we, if he never does anything for us from this moment forward, he is worthy of honor and praise and rejoicing from your lips for the rest of your life. And when you're a worshiper, you don't have time to criticize. I said to folks at the church I just left, I said, you know what, if you're a, if you're getting involved in ministry in this church, you get to give input to this church. If you, put, if you get yourself on a team, take the gifts God's giving you and serve, we're listening to you because we wanna know how to make this church better. Don't tell us what's wrong with this church, tell us how to make it better. How I many you know there's a difference in that, in that attitude? And here's what I said to them. I would never say that here, but here's what I said to them. If if you're going to sit here in the seats and just criticize, talk to the hand. We're not listening to you. We're listening to people who are in the game. We're listening to people who've made a commitment. We're listening to people that are going somewhere with us. I wouldn't say that here, but I said that somewhere else. You see, worship follows repentance. I said worship follows repentance. See, when you get things right, you get joy. See, the people with joy in the house today are people who realize the magnitude of how much they've been forgiven. See, I wouldn't be here today if I went for God's grace. I was supposed to die of cancer 20 years ago. And there are others in this room just like me. You know what, you don't have to tell us to praise God. I woke up, I wake up every morning praising God. I woke up, I wake up every morning praising God. Yeah, I I have somebody who works for me uh, in our, in our business back in North Carolina and they were on the phone with me recently uh, on two occasions complaining about the fact they were, they were about to turn 40. It's just hard to believe, Ron, I'm turning 40. You know, and I finally heard that so much, I finally said, you don't have to. You can just die at 39. See, when you've been where I've been and when you've been with some of our other people in this room have been, you thank God for every birthday you get, honey. You thank God for every opportunity you have. Some of you need perspective. Because the only thing that matters is what's eternal. Everything else is stuff. Some of you are still worried about your stuff. If you wait late awake this week worrying about your stuff any night, I'm asking God to forgive you for that. Because what matters is eternal. What's eternal are people. Everything else is stuff. Let's get the main thing, the main thing. What worship does... Following repentance, it gets us focused on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, and off each other and off of other people, so that we serve Him with a whole heart, committed to Him, committed to His church, committed to what He wants to do in this world. And so, Ebenezer was a place of defeat, it was a place of repentance. And then it became a place of worship and then, I love this story, Samuel's offering up the burnt offerings and the Philistines draw near to battle against Israel again. But the Bible says, the Lord thundered with a loud thunder upon the Philistines that day and so confused them as they came against the children of Israel that they were overcome by the Israelites. God has a sound system that's second to none. And, and I know there's some in this church that would have that day said, it's too loud. Well, sometimes God wants it loud. That day... The God sound system was so loud that the Philistines, they get all confused. What in the world is going on here? And the Bible says God thundered from heaven. You know, some of us, some of us have a very, very minor view of the, of, of, who God is and of power of God and the presence of God, you know. Because I, you know, I, I, I hear church people say to me, well, you know, one day, one day, Ron, I'm going to, when I get to heaven, I got questions for God. And I can just see you just sashaying right into the presence of a holy God with your finger. If you read the book, it says that anybody who ever encountered the presence of almighty God was on their face. So if you get there, sister, you won't have questions You just be grateful you're there. Come on, somebody. You just be grateful you're there. Because all the things that don't make any sense now will be understood then. Be understood then. The Philistines were fighting men. They were tough. They were hardened. They were battle-tested. I don't know how God did it, but he turned up the volume and the noise produced total confusion. And that day, the children of Israel won a mighty victory. But it started at a place of defeat. Where because of their own disobedience, their own failure to walk with God, they faced one of the most devastating experiences as a nation they had ever faced. Their own high priest is dead. Two great priests are gone. We hope you enjoyed The Daily Word from The Fountain. The Fountain of Life is located at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either of our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. On behalf of Pastor Russ, thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.